So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know, you're overcome. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so, so glad that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead, and we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and give you hope. Friends, if you were listening last week, and I hope you were, uh, you joined me with Scott Peacock, a licensed marriage and family therapist and also a licensed professional counsel counselor here in the Houston area. When we arrived to the last segment of that show, we touched on some topics that we just didn't have the time to get into. And so guess what? <laughs> Scott is back with us this week to dive into those topics because they are critical So stay tuned. You don't want to miss out on them. So, Scott, welcome back. Thanks for joining us two weeks in a row. Thanks for having me, Christy. I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here. (laughs) Good, good. I twisted your arm, right? Right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) In last week's episode, we talked about financial infidelity, what it is, and how to deal with it related to divorce. And we touched on some important info. So if you want to hear that episode, head on back to episode 43 on your podcast app or on kkht.com on the podcast page and look for the Divorce Coaching Hour and the episode that aired on March 28th, 2020. Today, though, we continue and we continue with talking about where the healing begins after infidelity. Friends, This has everything to do with saving your marriage. But at the same time, if your divorce is in process or you are rebuilding after, it has everything to do with helping you and your family to have the best life even through and after divorce. And you want that. Trust me. It will help everyone heal. So speaking of healing, I love a song by 10th Avenue North. The lyrics go something like this. So you thought you had to keep this up, all the work that you do so that we think that you are good, 
and we can't believe that it's not enough, all the walls that you build up are just glass on the outside. The song continues. So let them fall down. There's freedom waiting in the sound. When you let your walls fall to the ground, and we're here now, this is where the healing begins. This is where the healing starts. Folks, yes, this is where the healing starts. When we let all the walls fall down, the pretenses, the lies, the fabrications, the untruths, the omissions and the falsehoods of infidelity, when we let them fall to the ground, when we let them go, then and only then is when the healing begins. We can begin to heal ourselves, our souls, our lives, and our relationships, and we can move forward. So today, Scott and I want to talk about how we let those walls fall down and what we kind of what we're all hiding behind and and how to let them go. Because I'll say it again, then and only then is when the healing can begin. It's so important to me that this show provides you tools that can help you. I know there are those of you who are hurting and you're wondering about how you even begin to heal. And before that, how do you stop all the pain? All of us involved with this show, we want to help. And I pray this show will help you start the healing process. So Scott, the listeners, and I want to know, and this is what we're talking about. Where exactly do we begin with the healing process? Well, (laughs) it depends on who you ask. Uh, there's a, a lot of theories about that. Uh, it's very complicated. And, um, you know, first thing I would say is, you know, when, when we've had a trauma or betrayal, we seek the counsels, counsel of others. But I would recommend you speak to a, uh, an objective third party that uh, has some training first. Um, uh, Having gone through uh, my first marriage I, many, many years ago, back in the 90s, a divorce, um, I, I had all kinds of friends rally around me um, because I, I was on the receiving end of the infidelity and I was very hurt and I was depressed for, I feel like, about a year. Um, there's a lot of well-meaning advice. And as I look <laughs> back back then, I, I say, well... Some of that probably wasn't the best advice, but, uh, you know, it had good intentions. So let's look but, at that objective. And as we say, it kind of like tongue in cheek, uh, well-meaning advice. And one of the things that we talk about in divorce coaching as well is, and a lot of people may say, well, why a divorce coach? Why, why can't you go to your friends? They're not objective. And, and so I just wonder... Um, so to go back and recap, the question I asked was, where do we start? And we go to somebody, a third party. We might go to a pastor when the divorce process begins. But a, And a pastor has some training in this, but not like yourself, a marriage and family therapist, a licensed professional counselor. And that's, you know, or a divorce coach to be able to help you get that objective perspective. I get that. But what is it that... I'm just wondering, and this is the question that's coming up up for me here, is, you know, we tend to, in a way, think we're going to go to our friends and family for that, as you say, well-meaning advice um, or support or what have you. But but that objectivity, why is it not there, I'm just wondering, in, in a friendship or something like that? 
I think it's mainly because of emotions. Uh, you know, we've talked about before in previous shows. I believe there's a logical part of the mind and there's an emotional part of the mind, and we need to honor both. And both of them together is where we find the effective life. Um, our friends are hurt for us. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's sympathy, which is just, I feel sorry for you that you're going through this. There's empathy where they try to put themselves in your shoes and walk around a little bit. And that's more healing. Empathy builds connection, uh, Brene Brown says. And um, we need our friends and family around us to support us. The uh, betraying spouse may say, yeah, don't tell anybody. Um, and, And I... When that, when the betrayer's in my office, I say, yeah, you don't get to say that. If she needs to go talk to friends, family, and it's going to cause you embarrassment, well, you know, that's part of the natural and logical consequences. But I think we start out dealing with grief, um, and the, the classical model of that is, uh, and you may have heard this before, denial, anger, bargaining. I do anything to not feel this way anymore, I, you know, wishing it away. Um, uh, then there there comes a phase of depression, and then ultimately acceptance. And we kind of bounce around between all of those. But um, I, you will certainly go through all of those at, at one point or another. So the first thing you have to do is get support um, and then begin to process your feelings. Um, and you're angry and you know, you feel vengeful. I'm not advocating you take vengeance of some kind. Right, right, right. Something we don't want to go there. But... Worse for you than it would be the, you know, whatever happens to the other individual, you know, like uh, going to work. And, so and, I want to go do... to grief. Um, and, yeah. and that is really something. And I just have to um, and I I'm just going to do it again right here on the air <laughs> is I'm going to bring you back on the show really soon when we talk about grief, because it's something that I think it's missed in the divorce process. And one of the things, having gone through much grief in the last eight years, with the loss of both my parents, um, grave sickness of a, a nephew on top of a divorce, but also a bankruptcy because of divorce and a job loss. And one of the things that I think we miss that there's loss in all of this. And we tend to, at least this is just my own perspective, and so I ask you to speak into it, but we tend to think in my opinion, that grief is reserved for, you know, a death. Mm. Uh, but but any loss, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. He was like, I sh- you know, kind of telling themselves, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm, I'm like, any loss is is a loss. I mean, to be quite simple, right? And, and I- any change that is a loss. But you're, you know, in a divorce, you've lost the trust you've had for someone when there's infidelity. Uh, you, you've lost the hopes and dreams of a marriage and a future. You've, you've lost, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And so I think it's really important that we discover grief because, yes, we have to go to somebody objective and get that support and begin to process. But if we just gloss over grief, and that really brings us to a pretty tough place, right, Scott? Right. I, I like to say that it's a fire we all have to walk through. 
uh, a grief. And grief is not just reserved for death. It's reserved. It's it's for any kind of loss. You know, you lose a job. You've been. I, I was laid off after twelve and a half years with this one company, and and the the HR manager, <laughs> she was in tears, and the uh, the treasurer of the company was sweating, and I I just. You know, it was a grief situation for all of us because we were very close. So um, there's, you know, varying degrees that it'll affect us. You know, you can move on and find another job eventually. Um, you know, a, a, the end of a friendship. Um, so we're talking but, about healing yeah. and the beginning of that healing. And we talked about this on the last episode is getting to that place of acceptance. But we're going to dig more into that is we, we've, We've started with that objectivity facing that we've got a loss and and grieving that. So when we come back and into the second segment, we're going to talk much more uh, about that grief, but ultimately how that healing begins for us and so that we can come out of this, as, as Scott said, this fire that we have to walk through. You guys stay tuned. Keep with us. We're talking about where the healing begins. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. Real Estate Radio is super fun. You probably have heard the Real Estate Rat Pack, Rob Cook, and Chris Kelso. If you haven't, check out the Real Estate Rat Pack. They are on every Saturday at 9 a.m. on 100.7 FM. That's right. Rob Cook and Chris Kelso doing tremendous work. They are the Real Estate Rat Pack. You can find them at realestateratpack.com. That's realestateratpack.com and every Saturday at 9 a.m. on 100.7 FM. The Rat Pack has got your back. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com.
So you thought you had to keep And there it is. There it is. I said the lyrics earlier and we let it run a little bit so you could hear the beginning of that song. But that's Healing Begins by uh, 10th Avenue North. And that is a song that has uh, touched my heart over the years as the healing has happened for me through divorce. Uh, I don't know about you listeners, but music is everything for me. Uh, playlists, I'm creating them all the time, and I just feed my mind with that positive word um, of Christian songs. And there are just so many, and that if you really listen to that, that song really uh, encompasses what we're talking today about with Scott Peacock, a licensed marriage and family therapist in the area, licensed professional counselor, counselor in the Houston area. And Scott was with us last week, and we spoke about financial infidelity and uh Beginning this show, we were talking about just kind of just a bit of a recap of, you know, you got to get to acceptance, um, understand that this is a grief, this is a loss. But where we want to go today is because we touched on it in the last segment in uh, the last show was that sometimes we do really need to understand kind of may- maybe where that infidelity stemmed from so that we can uh, either heal a marriage or uh, grow through this crisis, uh, this trial, this challenge type of thing. Because um, ultimately, whether we go ahead and we go through divorce or not, we want to be healthy coming through this. We want to become more of a whole person, allowing that that hurt to heal. And this is really where we have to go. Now, coaching isn't necessarily about looking back at the causes necessarily. It's about moving you forward with what is and making decisions from your best best self. But obviously counseling and to make that repair, uh, that's what Scott is specialized in. And so that's what we want to talk more about. So we come to that acceptance, Scott, but to be able to really heal, we kind of have to take a look back. And, and what? how do you work with people in that kind of taking that look back to take, you know, as I say, giant leaps forward? Well, you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Ooh. So it's it, it's very delicate because, uh, you know, you have the uh, the betraying partner. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's obvious that you need to look back and, and see how we got from A to B. But the betrayed partner... Um, we don't want to do it in such a way where, uh, oh, well, here's where you fell short, and that's why the other person did this. Mm. So there's a delicate balancing act there. But we all have to look at, you know, if, if you're going to do any psych, uh, you know, counseling or healing, we we all do have to look backwards. Now, we don't have to stay there forever. Right. But... Um, That's called getting stuck there. We right. Want to take a exactly. quick look in the rear view mirror. I thought, <laughs> there's someone in my life that says this often. I mean, if you really think about it, if you're driving, right, and you're looking in the rear view mirror all the time and you're stuck back there, what's going to happen to your drive? Yep, mm-hmm. probably going to crash, right? So we want to also look forward out that windshield, but we do need to look in that rear view mirror uh, from time to time. Right. And 
you know, looking at each partner, I mean, how they were raised, uh, messages they got about marriage. You know, I've had, I've had couples come in and there's infidelity, and the you know one of the partner didn't have good messages about marriage or a good model of marriage, uh, a la their parents as kids. So, you know, they weren't given a book on how to be married. It's all, you know, we aren't chi- given a book, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no. When a child's born, the next thing that happens is we're not given a book, we're given the bill. And then we, <laughs> we get married. Um, you know, we may have had some premarital counseling. You can try to stack the deck as far as possible and educate in the right direction, but... Um, there may be uh, unrealistic expectations. There, there, there could be uh, complete misunderstandings about, um, you know, what the boundaries are. And um, uh, Esther Perel is a therapist, I believe, in New York City, who wrote a book called *The State of Marriage*, uh, or *The State of Affairs*. Excuse me. And uh, she's done some interesting research that, about looking back. I mean, she really digs into her client's past and some very interesting stories about culture and and all these different things that make a person who they are. And you have to examine each person within the context of their their family, their community. And it's like being an anthropologist. You you learn about the backstory and, and what was going on. And then, you know, like a detective piece that together and then understand the types of things that need to be addressed in the future. So I'm, I heard the word examine, and that brings me to a word that we use often in uh, coaching, um, not just divorce coaching, but all sorts of coaching, and it's it's the word explore. And uh, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, the, and I'm sure you've you've faced it, and even when I talk about coaching, you know, kind of the the um, hairs on the back of their necks kind of raised because they're kind of thinking, oh my gosh, now I'm going to, I got to go examine myself under a microscope and I got to see what's wrong with me. But, but really though, as you're talking about, if you're, you're kind of pulling the emotion out of, we were talking about the emotion earlier, we got to, we have to address the emotion. We have to address the thinking side of things. But if we look at it as more as this is kind of an exploration, you use the word anthropology, I'm going to do a little digging here and mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little bit of a detective. So whatever word works for you, we, and, and I'm just going to say when the new awareness comes about, about something that you may have not even known that have, has been holding you back all these years, giving you, you know, creating anxiety, maybe this feeling that you had no idea. I mean, creating pattern after pattern after pattern, a problem after problem after problem, when we can all of a sudden have that new awareness come from the exploration doesn't have to mean that you, you know, we talk a lot about digging the hole in, on this show. You, you don't have to go dig far and deep, just, you know, a little bit of exploration to find that new understanding. And I'm here to tell you, Scott, and I'm sure you've got some stories in my own exploration, man, it just changes your life. It does. And it helps you move towards the vision of the life you want, uh, something new and different and effective. That, that, that's, you, you know, when a couple comes in and, and they're in this situation, I tell them, I say, your marriage is over. You can have a new one if you want. Whoa, wait, what did you just say? I said that your marriage is over. You can have a new one if you want. Okay, tell us about that. That is, I mean, I'm getting it, but that is profound, Scott. 
Well, it means what what was happening before just wasn't working, and it has to be based on something new, <clears throat> especially trust. Uh, you have to become a team. You have to have each other's back. There has to be true intimacy. There has to be rigorous honesty, and there are no more secrets. And when that happens, it, it, it's amazing what can happen. And you also have to have a vision of where you're going. And uh, another question I ask my clients quite a bit is, uh, what's the meaning of this marriage? Why are you in this marriage? Oh, well, we met, we fell in love, there was chemistry. Okay. And what? why else? Right, right, right. <laughs> and right. I get a blank stare a lot of times. I don't know. You know, uh, that, that's <laughs> so interesting. And I want to unpack a couple things. I want to go back, and I'm just going to have to stay with this, because I think that it's, I mean, this show is about hope as well. And so if we're talking about where the healing begins and we've talked about the acceptance and we've talked about the fact that we have to grieve this, but when we're going to take some steps back to take giant leaps forward, I think a lot of people think, and this is just coming to me that, okay, my marriage is over, but that doesn't mean it's over in that you have to walk to the, you know, the divorce courts. You can make an agreement with someone like yourself, Scott, to help them do that, to create something new. And I know that requires a lot of different things, but I don't know that a lot of people really think about that. They think, okay, well, they're so held holding on to what was that they don't realize, okay, this is an opportunity to recreate, recreate it. And again, mind you, I've been there. I was the betrayed person in the marriage uh, of infidelity. I get it. And, and then some, right. And so I understand that this is not easy, but one of the things I, d- I do as a divorce coach is help you to start looking at things in a different way. And this is huge right here. I tell them that the marriage is over that they knew the marriage that they had. It's an opportunity to create a new one. And then what I heard you say is the meaning, the new marriage. Why are you in this marriage? And I'm I'm right there with you. So many of us got married because we thought we had to get married and we got married for chemistry and we don't really understand the true purpose of marriage. And I've said this a zillion times. I have learned now what true intimacy is being outside of relationships because and people go, what? They don't understand. Intim- true intimacy is not sexual intimacy. It is, it's what I actually learned with my relationship with Jesus Christ and that relationship there, I've learned intimacy and I've now been able to now carry it forward into relationships. And I know that's going way further and off the, uh, off in a different direction, but why are you in this marriage? I think that's a great question you have to ask that. Yes. And I encourage my clients to have a vision, you know, what is it going to look like at the end? Well, mm. And by the end, I mean, you know, the death rate's one per person, so we're all going <laughs> to leave this world one day. Um, yeah, it, that is terminal. That is something's for sure. Life is life terminal. Is terminal. Uh, it's just a matter of when. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, sorry not to be morbid about it. No, but, but it's real. Uh, yeah, the... What, what, why, what are we trying to accomplish here? I mean, you know, some people get married and have kids and then, you know, build careers, homes, and then, you know, their later phases of life, things change. Yeah, they do. And, and I think but, that's where we have to really look at that. And we've been talking to Scott Peacock and we've been talking about infidelity and looking backwards to, to move forward and to heal. And we talked about creating things new, a new envision. 
great perfect time that we're going into Easter season that we're talking about this. When you uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about this, maybe even talk about if you're in this situation right now amid coronavirus. So you guys stay tuned. Don't miss the two minute tip. It's coming up next. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today's two-minute tip isn't about divorce either this week. It is about a special opportunity I'm inviting you to. As you may know, I'm blessed to join Richard Mindelow on the Courageous Christianity Show, also on this station, KKHT 100.7 FM in Houston or KKHT.com, and also on Saturdays at 1030 a.m. Friends, we're in a very unique time, and while these times are are likely the most challenging for many of us, there are opportunities in this times. And one of the best opportunities is to take this time to draw closer to God and his word. Richard and I want you to uh, join us in doing just that. So we've put together a special series of shows for Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow, where we will talk and walk with you through this book, his book, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. A listener who's reading the book right now and is on day 31 of those 40 days shared this with me. And she says, what an amazing devotion to be doing, especially right now during the coronavirus pandemic. Jesus is alive and he is still in control. The timing couldn't be better because we will start this series Easter weekend and it will run for seven weeks. The Easter season is a holy season, and we couldn't be more certain that this is the time to share this devotional with you. Here's how to get involved. First, get your book. Friends, we're donating 500 books to this devotional series. So email me at Christy at ChristyStratton.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y at ChristyStratton.com. And be one of the first 500 to get your book at no cost. And if you are a Kindle user, we're dropping the price to 99 cents. You can go to Amazon or rightmakesmite.com to get your Kindle version. Also, go to Facebook and like the Right Makes Might page. And, oh, share a picture along the way with you as you're reading your book. We want to see. We want to know. Email me if you have any questions at christy at christystratton.com or call me at 281 944 That's 281-944-8043. Make sure to start listening to Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow on Saturdays at 1030 a.m. right here on 100.7 FM on KKHT.com or on iHeartRadio. This special devotional event starts Saturday, April 11th. So make sure to get your book and join us. Friends, I'm with you through divorce and Richard and I are with you in this time of trial. Let's help others too. Please share this episode with those who will benefit. Thank you, and God bless. And we are back, and we are talking about healing through divorce. Last week, we talked about uh, the, the beginnings of this healing, and um, but we specifically talked about infidelity. We talked with Scott Peacock. Peacock, who's an, uh, a marriage and family therapist in, in, in and around the Houston area. And we, we began to touch on the fact that oftentimes we need to look back just a bit 
to maybe what has caused that infidelity so that we can, in fact, know how to, as I like to say, grow forward. And we don't want to stay stuck there. But, you know, some things, Scott, we've been talking about the fact that when we do look back, we may find out that what we were taught wasn't exactly, you know, kind of didn't really help us much. Right. And and so because of what was modeled or taught to us, uh, when we discover that, then I think there's I think what we're learning, as you said, we have a new opportunity to define things. So can we just touch just a real just a quick place, little time on that, those discoveries that we might make, whether it be modeling or instances like that. And then I want to go, you know, how do we grow from that? Sure. Well, as, as I said earlier, you know, we, we weren't handed a book. We may have gotten some premarital counseling and then off you go. So we go back to, you know, previous life experiences, what we saw. And so many times when I'm working with a betrayer, um, it's message, and and I work with men, uh, men or or couples. Um, so when I'm working with the husband, it's uh, you know my dad was a philanderer. He um, he messed around on my mom, um, or in where you grew up, you know, hey, it was okay. You were uh, considered more of a man. Uh, the more uh, females you conquered sexually. Um, we have to look at things like that, and it, it, it's really interesting when when you're talking about having uh, something new and different and and better. That um, there's a fear of loss of identity. Um, you are going to I, I hear this. You're going to change me into somebody I don't even know. And well, no, we 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 want to keep the good parts. Right. There there are redeeming qualities to most everybody. There's a healthy inner core, but you got a bunch of mud on it. Mm. And the mud came from the past, uh, quite possibly, or if you have poor impulse control due to other things, um, you know, bipolar disorder, ADHD, OCD, um, you know, we have to look holistically at the person and where there were, um, uh, you know, either uh, ineffective messages or where there's things that, um, that get in the way. But ultimately, and I need to say this is very important, and I, I touched on this on the show last week. Ultimately, it's your responsibility. No one forced you. So there, we were looking back to see what led us to that point so that we can um, uh, not make those same mistakes again in the future and have a, a new neural pathway, a new way of thinking, a new way of living that just becomes part of your DNA and uh, helps you stay away from that. But, you know, ultimately, it, it is a decision. Mm. There could be some contributing factors, but ultimately, it, there's a decision. You're going to do something that's harmful to you in the relationship. There's so much in what you just said, and I, I really want to take a look at that um, because I think it, it even gives us the gateway to go forward. Um, okay, so, you know, we've got messages, things, you know, happened. We saw things. We maybe didn't get a book, those sorts of things. Um, but let's cut to the chase and let's say, okay, there is, it is your responsibility. This is not an option to go, woe is me, blame it on everyone else. We, right. uh, I, I talk about, um, and I know the listeners know, I know many people in my life, but Dr. Rick Warren with uh, the Saddleback Church, Church and the Daily Hope often, and he says, 
you know, blame. You don't want to blame because when you do, you be lame, right? And I'm not making fun <laughs> of people, but but really we've got to accept that responsibility. And if we want to heal, and I love that you said, so we've got a bunch of mud on us. Everybody really does have that whole core. So we want to look, going back to your words, examine, but going back to what we talked about, exploring, coming to that new awareness, taking the mud off and taking on that responsibility to grow through it. And before we talk about growing through it, uh, um, that's what you do, Scott. You work with people in this situation to help to take take the mud off. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I want I wanted you to know you're you're not a irredeemable reprobate. Um, there there is hope, and uh, if if you knew some of the stories I've helped people come back from, you'd be shocked. You would say, "No way!" And it's it's not. Uh, I mean, I help guide people. It's not all just some magic I do. Well, I tell but you what, the people you know, do hard work. I would love right. to hear one of those stories. Is there one you could share with us as long as it's confidential and or, or maybe a case study or a kind of an idea of something? Well, I, I mean, I can, I can speak in generalities. Okay. I, I mean, I've helped people come back from uh, when the, uh, the husband has been out and, uh, I mean, he... They were going to prostitutes, escorts, massage parlors, just some really out-of-bounds sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. And y- you can come back from that. Um, you can come back from an affair. Um, it, it, it's, it's just so terribly hurtful, and, and then especially also if there were emotions attached in that. And uh, sometimes I, I, I have cases come my way and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just no way. But if both parties are willing and you keep hacking away at it and it takes quite a while and it, there's going to be a lot of pain, um, then absolutely you can come back from that. It's, well, it's not the end necessarily. I'm hearing a lot of hope there. And, and you know, I want people to have hope and uh, you are, you know, highly um, uh, accredited in this area and work with people specialized in this area. So how would they reach you uh, to, for you to help them take this mud off? Sure. Uh, my phone number is 713-533-8906. Say that again for us. 713-533-8906. And my website is Scott. Two T's, peacock like the bird dot com. Always like it when you say like the bird. Like the bird. <laughs> like the bird. <laughs> so okay, so we've we've gone we've gone backwards. We've now okay, we're we're now gonna take we've looked holistically, we're gonna take that mud off. We are um taking responsibility and we've now decided to create something new. We've we know that it can we can you just talked about it we can it, we can get to that place in the future we can get to that that hopeful place what happens in the middle well the, a lot of hard work but um so dr john gottman who i'm a big fan of uh he wrote a book many years ago called uh the seven principles for making marriage work i think you but, talked about that uh, on, on the last show so i think i'm hearing we better be getting that book. <laughs> John, well, the, the the cool thing about Gottman is uh, he's done so much research, and it's evidence-based. It's not just some theory somebody thought up. He's tested it. So 
the principles he came up with are fantastic. But a couple of years ago, he started looking at um, uh, recovering from betrayal, so infidelity. And I was privileged to go sit, actually sit next to him at a seminar here in Houston. Wow. And um, so the model he came up with, he, he had three parts to it, a tune, a tone, and a tatch. Yes, so, that's what we wanted to get to, a, a tune, yeah. a tone, and a tatch. Right, so a tune. So the betraying partner has to truly understand the depth of the pain caused. And a lot of times the anger from the betrayed partner is they are uh, very intense bids for empathy. I need for you to understand. And then that'll happen over and over, and the betraying partner's like, all right, I get it, I get it. But you have to keep reiterating the empathy to help the betrayed partner feel safe. Mm. That next time that thought pops into your head, there's something that will get in the way of you and the behavior and will help you not do that again. That's mm. my theory. That's what I've observed. So attuning, really understanding what's happened and the entire situation. So really and then, understanding, uh, and that can, that can be hard for some people because they don't, I mean, the fact of the matter is you can't step into somebody else's mind, heart, and soul. So... Right, but but the attempt, the attempt, the ah. the, the willingness to do so and mm. trying, and even if you only you know you reflect back what you find when you're walking around in the shoes, and it's ninety percent, I think that's really healing and helpful. The effort, the yeah. effort, mm. absolutely, it's essential. Okay, okay, so yeah. a tune now a tone, a tone. I see this as the betraying partner, working through the process of recovery. And, you know, in the 12 steps, there's, we, we call it amends, um, where we sit down with the person and, uh, you know, there's formal apology, and then there's also, um, you know, what can I do to help make you whole? Mm. Um, I, I discourage diamond rings and fur coats. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they don't work. I, I yeah, I I won't go there. <laughs> right, right. I oh, almost you know, did, but I'm just couples. gonna not. <laughs> but that's not the thing. It may be as simple as continue on this path, keep growing in the gains you've made, uh, and, and and live a new life, live a renewed life, and um, you know, be the the one half of the. Uh, the the vision that we have put together for our lives going forward. Okay, so I hear the effort with the attune. So I hear the effort with attune, and so the seeing the effort, and then atoning, making amends, keeping going, and then when we come back into the fourth segment, we're going to launch that with the attachment and the reattachment and uh, also some final thoughts about um, healing from infidelity so you guys don't miss it you want to hear all about this attachment because that's where the healing is stay tuned the divorce coaching hour with christy stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it coming out of it and maybe even help save some marriages Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. 
There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. When you see broken beyond repair, I see healing beyond belief. When you see And just the perfect words. Oh my, I just these lyrics that and some of these songs are just perfect and I I went through and I picked that one because it's exactly what we're talking about. We may think that our marriages are broken beyond repair. We may think we are broken beyond repair. But my friends, there is hope, and we've been talking about that with Scott Peacock, a a licensed mental health professional here in the Houston area, and working with couples who are coming back from infidelity, whether it be financial infidelity, uh, sexual infidelity. And we've been talking about where the healing begins. We've Throughout the the show, we've talked about kind of taking a look backwards so that we could take a look uh, to move forward, rather. And when we do that, we take the responsibility for what's happening. We can actually create a new marriage or we can create a new life if the marriage is completely broken and and, and no, no way back. And so there is going to be divorce because you've got to have two people and you've got to have two people that want to make this a new marriage who that who want to uh, take on that responsibility of healing. And we've been talking about uh, what Scott told us about, which John, uh, John Gottman, I think, correct me if I'm Mm -hmm. wrong um, about this attuning, atoning and attaching and a good process of how we heal. And we, in the third segment, we talked about the attune, that seeing the effort to heal the atoning kind of keep going, making the amends And now the attachment, Scott. Tell us about that. Well, you know, when I'm working with a couple, I I, I send the wife out to uh, another therapist, typically a female who's trained uh, in betrayal trauma. Um, And then we have them each work on themselves. And then we come back together. And that's when we would do couples counseling, because a lot of times people, they just call up, we need couples counseling. I'm like, whoa, hold on a minute. So we, I, I like to say we each have to be a one before we can be a two mm. together. So um, it's important to get trauma counseling for the traumatized partner and um, you know, appropriate counseling for the betrayer. But the, the attaching to me is then coming back, and now we're starting to create the part where, uh, you know, two circles overlap and there's a sweet spot mm. and which is the unity, which is unity. And okay. So, you know, we're going through a crisis now and, and there's also opportunity in this. Um, and we're speaking and, of the coronavirus crisis. Goodness. Yes. 
And I, I've had all my clients the last two weeks. I've given them an assignment. Now is an opportunity to practice blank. And you need to find a bunch of words to fill in there. And I get patience and I get compassion and, and all these, these positive character traits. So this is an opportunity to come back together and um, you know, start from scratch. I was watching a documentary the other day about the uh, earthquake in the early part of the 20th century in San Francisco. Most of the buildings were destroyed. Well, then it was an opportunity to start over and, and do it better. Mm-hmm. So um, th- that's, that, that's what reattachment is to me. Is, is, and then, you know, having the education and understanding about what true intimacy is. Um, you know, the message we talked earlier about, uh, you, know, you know, the messages we get or the modeling we get. Um, you don't get good modeling from our society and from media no, either. No, um, not at all. Not at all. So we need to look at that, too, and then say, what do we want? And that's why I talked about a vision going forward. And, you know, you mentioned, it. it you know, both have to be all in. Uh, and you have to examine why I'm, I say I'm all in and am I all in? Uh, am I going through this just because I don't want to be divorced? Or am I doing this because I want to make it work with this person? I'm hearing and choice. And also, in this. you know, look at yourself. I'm hearing choice. Mm hmm. And that's huge. I, I think, and and that ties back to responsibility, choice to not watch the media and 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 take that. So I, I'm just I'm hoping listeners get that that there there are some things that we can just simply do to it. it, it I don't I don't know how to say it better than just we can choose better. Um, things that we watch um, better um, and, and then then a lot of it is then making up that that mind you know I am all in am I right right uh, commitment is uh, it, it's I'm going through this no matter what I, I may miss the mark each day um, but I'm I'm relentless and I'm, I'm still going this way and uh, we're all afraid of failure in Western society. Failure is not good. Uh, no, failure is very important. And I'm not talking like an epic failure, like going back to the affair, but I mean, you know, saying the wrong thing one time and, and hurting, hurting you know, the wounded spouse's feelings or vice versa. Um, do we take something away from that? What did we learn? How are we progressing? And building our knowledge and our skill stack to where, we can get to the place where we have something new and different. And then ultimately, like I said earlier, it just becomes part of your DNA. It's just who you are and what you do. Your character changes. You know, I, I, I kind of want to take a quick turn as we, ra- as we begin to wrap up um, because it is on everybody's mind. Um, uh, you know, I saw an article uh, out there that, you know, there's predictions of, um, in nine months, there's going to be a baby boom. Well, there's um, nothing else to do. <laughs> right. Uh, but if you're also, a childbearing age. <laughs> right. But right. also, divorces are expected to rise. And we're at home right now. There's a lot of conflict. Um, part of this, the reason this show exists is to save marriages. The other part is to help people through this process. And what I'm hearing is that we can take from even 
the loss in infidelity and where we've been, what we've learned through this show of let's examine what's going on. Let's look at, as you referenced the the um, earthquake in San Francisco, you know, how do we create something new? It's a responsibility. It's a choice. And folks, we can take this from, you know, a broken relationship to a broken world right now. And and where we are, there is opportunity in each and every crisis. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago when we looked at coronavirus and the crisis. And this is the time to you know, not be in that blame place. This is the time to look at this holistically. This is the time, as Scott talked about, learn to understand. I think you could almost, you know, make amends, use this attune, atone, attach situation. Um, There's so much in this that we can apply. Scott has been so gracious to come on air with us twice and talk about this. So whether you're going through a divorce, considering divorce, all of that right now, these are tools that can help you. Scott can help you. Definitely. But these are also things you can take these tools, as Scott's talked about, that becomes a part of your DNA that you can use in this crisis right now. So thank you, Scott, for joining us. Are there any final thoughts you want to share with the listeners? I I just really want to reiterate that, you know, uh, now is an extraordinary time and, and we have an opportunity where we can examine. We've got a lot of time on our hands if you're not at work. And the close, the close proximity may cause stress, but it can also be an opportunity to begin a road back to healing. I love what you said. You ask your clients to say, now is an opportunity to practice blank. And you know, listeners, I, I'm just going to just repeat that again um, from our friend Scott Peacock, a therapist in the area. That's a great thing to really think about on all levels of all relationships right here and right now. Let us be the lights in this world. Let us be the lights in our relationships and our families. Now is the opportunity to practice blank. You fill in the blank. What can you practice today, listeners? What can you do to help lift up your family, a friend? Uh, You know, there's people out there who are hurting what can you do to practice self-compassion for yourself, right? So thank you, Scott, for bringing us to that. Now is an extraordinary time. Now is the opportunity. And friends, that's what we're talking about is looking forward. One of my goals as a divorce coach is to do that. And people like Scott and I are here to help you with that. Friends, Thanks for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. The Word.